Finding Life. I hope that you've been blessed by these devotionals. Uh, Pastor Greg often says that whatever book he's in is his favorite book. And I tell you, First Peter's my favorite book right now. Well, that or Job. Uh, I just love this book. It is so rich and so practical. And today it's going to be really practical for, really for us all, but specifically for husbands. Peter, yesterday, Angel, uh, dove us into what Peter has to say for wives. What does it look like for wives to live out the gospel in the context of their relationship, to, to treasure the things that Christ treasures? Well, let's dig into what Peter has to say for husbands. And before I do that, let me, let me just make one note. It's just a fact that as men, we're not known for our sensitivity in general. We're not known for being particularly understanding or particularly tuned in. And Peter's going to tell us that that's not okay. He says this, Likewise, husbands, live with your wives in an understanding way, showing honor to the woman as the weaker vessel, since they are heirs with you of the grace of life, so that your prayers may not be now, if, if, if your like, sexist alarm bells are going off, hold on, hold on. Let me explain exactly what Peter is saying here. Let me, let me pull back. He says, likewise, husbands, live with your wives in an understanding way, showing honor to the woman as the weaker vessel. Now, what does he mean by weaker vessel? It's important to understand that. Now, this is a context where, obviously, vessels are primarily pottery. So you, you have kind of your, your daily use pottery, which would have been handed down generation to generation, would have been thick and sturdy, maybe contained oil or something like that. I think of, of something like a big, massive pot like this, right? Like this, this, this bad boy is going to stand the test of time. I could drop this and probably be all right. Um, there's, there's a sturdiness that Paul is saying that he attributes to men. Uh, but women, on the other hand, he says, are a weaker vessel. I think of a, like a wine glass here. It's much more delicate and fine. Now here's the irony. Paul is actually, when this is a weaker vessel, which is the vessel that is of more value? It's the finer vessel. It's the, it's the, the vessel that's more fragile because it, it took forever to make. And often, you know, many families at this time wouldn't even have a weaker vessel, wouldn't have a ornamental, beautiful piece like this. And obviously, if I drop this, it's going to shatter. Peter says, you can't go around treating your wife like she's like you. It's, it's a typical thing for all of us, really, in so many ways. We project out and we treat people just like ourselves. And Peter says, hold on. You have a fine vessel in your hand. You have to take care of her. Treat her with honor. You see that word there? Honor? I love that. What does it look like for us as husbands to treat our wives with honor? And then he says something amazing. Something that's, that's, that's just been a theme throughout the whole book. He says, for they are co-heirs with you. Now he's been talking about our inheritance since the very beginning of the book. And of course, we don't think about this in this terms today, but who would the inheritance go to in ancient times? Just the men. The 
wealth passed down through the men and the family. But not so biblically and spiritually. Spiritually, Peter says, your wife is a co-heir with you. If you think you have any spiritual superiority over her, hold on. You've got it all wrong. She's a co-heir with you. The inheritance we're talking about, that's not like that's not like a man's world. This is this is for men and women. We are co-heirs of Christ. And then he then he lays it down. He says, do so so that your prayers may not be hindered. Wow. You see, actually throughout Jesus' ministry, Jesus talks about this is going to be reconciled before you make a sacrifice. Talks about the significance of the root of, of, of division and of, of bitterness in our hearts and of, of tension. It's, it's really probably the most significant way that the enemy began to pull us away from God it's through bitterness and unforgiveness. And, and, and of all the places, what is supposed to the most easy place for that to happen in the context of a marriage? Maybe even especially now in. In lockdown and quarantine, you are you are together. You're close. All the more reason to live without offense for one another, to live without bitterness. Would this be a time where we're growing in our understanding of one another, our understanding of our lives? And you know, this obviously has universal application to all of us. As Christians, we ought to be those who live with one another generally understanding way. We would know those around us and know how unique they are, their contributions, that they're not just us out there. They bring their own gifting, they bring their own perspective. We live with one another in an understanding way. Especially as husbands.